Japanese share their bridging their faith experience with their everyday life experience. And I thought for today, it'd be great to have a dad come up and a dad to share a little bit of their own, uh, his own reflections of what he's learned as a dad and some things that he has gained in terms of insight of his own relationship uh, with God, our Father, and in his own faith. So I'm going to ask Rex to come up, if Rex can come up and share with us. So can we all uh, give him a hand, encourage him as he comes up to share? Hello, everyone. Um, my name is Rex. I am a father of three human animals. Um, Pastor Eddie asked me a few weeks ago if I would like to share my experience as a dad, and I immediately said no. But this guy is persistent, and he kept emailing me and calling me. So here I am. Um, I thought he would go with like a New Testament dad, someone young and full of gusto, but he picked this Old Testament dad to come up here and share with you today. Can everyone hear me? Okay. Being a father is all about love. Love is, Dad, I'm hungry. Dad, I'm cold. Dad, I'm hot. Dad, I have to poo. Dad, help me wipe. Dad, help me wash my hair. Dad, help me put on lotion. Dad, I'm bored. Dad, take me bike riding. Dad, 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 dad. Head spinning, eyes watering. You keep going bringing home Chinese food and only getting to eat the onions and other veggies <laughs> that the kids won't eat and praying that there's a piece of noodle left on the onions that you're eating, cutting off the good parts of the kalbi off the bones and getting to eat the tendons while your kids are dig digging into the delicious meat. Um, Pastor Eddie asked me to share what I've learned about being a father. It's the hardest single job in the world. Nothing you can do can prepare you for being a father. It is a trial by fire. You're on call 24-7. You have to be an Uber, a counselor, a coach, a chef, a maid, a doctor, a fashion consultant at a moment's notice. You know, sacrifice, time, money, freedom, all the best parts of Kalbi. <laughs> and patience, being asked a million questions all at once and keeping your cool. Um, you're their protector. In their eyes, you're, you're their superhero, so you must always act like a superhero to them. Life used to be so different, but I wouldn't trade it for anything. The most rewarding moment of my life was when these three came into my life, and I'll do everything in my power to give them their best life here on Earth. Um, how has this experience appreciated my understanding for God as our Father? You know, my love for God has grown so much more since having kids. You know, I have to only be responsible for three, but God's responsible for the whole world. You know, with the same demands that our kids give us, we give to God, and he has to deal with all of that. And I can't imagine doing what he does and that much more. Um, hearing our constant cries for help, answering prayers, saving lives, making sense of this crazy world, all without asking for anything in return. And he is a true superhero, someone I'll try to be to my own kids. God is always good, and God always answers his children's prayers. So I'm going to end off with a story, a real story. Um, back in February, 
on a Saturday night, it was a little bit warmer, but it was, there was still snow out, and it, a lot of the snow had started to melt. And by the evening, the temperature dropped a little bit, so everything started to freeze over again, but I was not aware of this, and I walked outside to get something, and as soon as I hit the second step, my feet went straight up in the air, landed right on my ribs, and smacked the back of my head on the concrete. Um, I thought I was dead for a second, not knowing if I was alive, I just laid there, and then I started to wiggle my fingers and toes, and they were responsive. So I rolled over onto my hands and knees and crawled back into the house. And every time I took a deep breath, I could just feel this sharp pain in, in the side of my ribs. And I thought I cracked the rib. I, I thought I'll sleep it off and just see how I feel in the morning. I tried to lie down, but every time I moved, I screamed in pain. Ending up, I ended up sleeping in a chair, sitting up, and the next day wasn't much better. So I went to the doctors on Monday and he said, it's probably broken. There's no point taking an x-ray at this point. Just take some pain meds, and then three to six months, you'll be OK. Um, but oh, it was just hard. I couldn't even breathe. I couldn't go to the washroom properly. I couldn't shower. So uh, that was Saturday night, Monday. Wednesday, I was putting the girls to bed, and we were doing our devotional time. And at the end, I asked my daughter, Nora, to pray for the family and for my ribs. So she prayed. And then we went back, I went back to my chair and tried to sleep. Woke up the next day and the kids were there ready to help me out of the chair. But before they could pull me up, I got up with almost no pain. It was uh, probably 90% better. And I was wondering, was it not broken? Was I faking? You know, could it have been Nora's prayer? That evening I asked her to pray again. And then the next day, I was 100% better. It felt like nothing had ever happened. I knew right then and there that you know, it was Nora's prayer to God, and he answered this little prayers, little girl's prayer for her old man. Nora, Nora, God answered your prayer for my ribs. You and God fixed daddy. Can I pray for a pet bird? <laughs> Get out of here. Oh, so that's um, my story. It's not all that bad. It's, you know, it's all good. I wouldn't trade anything for it. Um, so all the kids out there, be good to your dads. All the dads, be good to your kids, and thank you.